How did you how did you even come across that? Man, I remember seeing that I remember seeing that a while ago. Uh can't remember how I came across it, but it's a it's a good thing to start just to kinda you know loosen, lo- loosen, loosen up, up, a bit, up a bit. Loosen up a bit, you yeah, know. I'd say. Yeah, man. All right, and we're live. Welcome to The Answer's Obvious, everybody. The Answer's Obvious, where you have the questions, and we eh, have the answers. You know, people always ask me questions all the time, like, Stevie G, how can I listen to The Answer's Obvious podcast if I miss the live stream of it? And I tell them the answer's motherfucking obvious. You can access our first episode, our second episode, our third episode, our fourth episode, this episode, and then the thousands of episodes to come. By subscribing to The Answer's Obvious Podcast in the iTunes Podcast Store. You can also find the direct link in the bio of my Instagram profile, at Stevie G, Stevie G, and my pinned tweet on Twitter, at Tweety G, Tweety G. So please be sure to follow The Answer's Obvious Instagram account, at The Answer's Obvious, so we can do numbers on that bitch. I'm joined tonight, as always, by brother and producer Phil. Phil, how we doing tonight? Fine. <laughs> and for tonight's show, I have the pleasure of hosting... One of my best friends, fraternity brothers, brother from another mother, the boot plug, Dustin Bowen, a.k.a. Debo. How we doing, Debo? What up, Steve? Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, man, this is great. So uh, appreciate everyone tuning in right now. Uh, this is going to be fun. Rachel's going to join us again next week. Uh, she's doing uh, she's doing a girls' night with the squad, the girls' squad. Mm. Uh, they better guess, turn. I guess they lost our invite. Yeah, yeah right? Mm. I can be feminine. <laughs> yeah. I can tell them about, you know, uh, what a girl's like. Uh, <laughs> That's a good damn question. Uh, let us know in the comments. <laughs> what is it that y'all like? Tonight we got a pretty interesting show. Uh, for the most part, we're going we're gonna to wing it. We're going to uh, talk about some things in Nashville, regards to Nashville changing, you know, uh, shitty service in restaurants, brunch, parking. Uh, we're also going to talk about armadillos. If uh, y'all saw my Instagram feed earlier this week, saw that I had a run-in with an armadillo who I named Tank <laughs> for obvious reasons. Um, but first thing we're going to talk about, Debo, do you have anyone that you want to shout out? Um, I'll give a shout out to my old lady. Uh, she can't hear it right now because she's on a cruise ship. But if Ooh. she goes back and listens to this and I didn't give her one, then my ass is grass. So, uh, Ashley... Robles. Robles. <laughs> nice. That's a good shout out. So uh, for those who don't know, Dustin is recently engaged. Woo! Clap, Phil. <laughs> Phil's very, he's, <laughs> he's you, Phil. more enthusiastic than he, he lets off to be. Um, but Dustin was uh, recently engaged a couple weeks ago. The, the picture we talked about it with Rachel the first week she was on. That picture of Ashley staring down at the ring, like looking up, <laughs> and you turning the camera, giving the thumbs up. That that's awesome. That one was good, man. I didn't realize that was gonna. I mean, I didn't even realize she was looking at the ring like that. But I it's, think that one's caught the most traction out of all of them. Oh, for sure, for sure. And it, it's a good one because she ain't never gonna get that number of likes on a photo ever again. <laughs> maybe the wedding pictures, and then maybe you know children pictures. You, you know when that when that comes and everything. So so uh, walk walk us through it, man. So y'all were y'all were out in Charleston. Why'd you pick Charleston to to do this? Um, Ashley actually went to law school in Charleston, uh, Charleston School of Law, and. Um, She's always she's always just wanted to take me back there, 
just for a vacation. We'd already planned the vacation, and I knew I was going to be doing it, but I knew whenever we were going there, like that was going to be the perfect place to do it. So hell yeah, yeah, man, I, I had to do it there. And a lot of her, a lot of her friends still live there. Um, but I told her we were going to go on a walking tour. Charleston's kind of known for their historic walking tours. Gotcha. Yeah, and then I got her in the right place and had a photographer all there waiting. She never even knew. It. He was like sitting on the side like a tourist with a map and everything. Like she didn't even know it was there. It was, it <laughs> she was got got. Yeah, man, it was priceless. That's dope. So you, you told me you ran into a little snafu at the airport. <sighs> Dude, I knew this shit was going to happen. Shout out TSA, you fucks. Sure. What happened? Dude, so like, all right, well, me being you know, a boot fanatic. I thought about sticking it down in an extra pair of my boots, but the last time I was in the airport, they pulled my boots out and inspected them because they thought, you know, the shanks were, you know, an explosive device or some shit. So now nah, this just a uh, Gucci crocodile. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't put it in there specifically for that reason that they're probably going to take that out. Well, I just stuffed it, like wrapped it up in a couple of things of underwear, put it in the middle of my bag. And luckily Ashley had already gone through. So she was sitting over, on the side, just putting on her shoes and everything. And this big, tall, goofy bastard walks over <laughs> and he goes, Hey, man, uh, do you got a ring in your bag? I, just, I froze. I didn't know what the hell to do. And I was like, what? Woo! And he was like, yeah, yeah, like, it looks like, yeah, there's a ring, like, wrapped up in, like, underwear. And I was just like, yeah. Yeah, you fucking idiot. Yeah, I do. Leave my ring and my drawers alone. Yeah, and there were two other guys beside me, like, well, dude, what the hell are you doing? You know, like, and finally he was like, oh, okay, I get it. I'm sorry. And I was like. Golly, and then Ashley asked me whenever I walked over, what took you so long? I was like, oh, they, they had to inspect my boots, which they didn't this time. But luckily, I had that to throw at her, so I don't know, man. I knew some shit was going to happen, but she never really found out. It was good. Thank God, because uh, someone would have uh, someone would have had to die for that. Damn right, pay me back for that damn photographer. Yeah, for sure. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah, that would not have been an authentic reaction if she knew. No. So, so you're, talking, you're talking about boots. So... Um, for everybody listening, Dustin has been in the boot industry for a number of years now, and he currently works at Lucchese Boots located in the Gulch. Uh, it's the only Lucchese store east of the Mississippi. They're based mainly out of Texas. And, uh, and for those who can't see right now, which is, uh, which is everyone because this is an audio podcast, <laughs> Dustin's rocking some fine-ass boots let's see oh yeah there we go so what, what we got here what we got here what endangered animal is this these are a suede hippopotamus damn uh these were custom custom zips so you got that cowboy western boot but you can actually fit it under slim cut jeans hell yeah so anybody that's looking for that come holler at me i got some sick ass customs that i can build you yeah dustin uh Dustin designs these boots, and and this is crazy. If if you want the if you want the zips, you got to go directly to him. People have actually flown in and traveled to Nashville for that because they'll go to stores. They're they're all they're in Texas, and do they have one in California too? We do not. Okay, no. so it's just Texas and Nashville. Uh, Texas, uh, San Antonio, Houston, couple of showrooms in Dallas, uh, one in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Gotcha. And then old Nastyville. Nice. So if you want. The custom De custom Debo special. You got to come to Nashville. And they've actually sent people his way. So, um, especially in Nashville, where the you know the the skinnier jeans at the bottom, you can't really fit the the regular cowboy boot style in there. You got to go with the zips, and those have become pretty popular. They, have they not? Yeah, they really have. I mean, I still like you know the standard twelve inch quarter. Cause that's that's just classic cowboy boot. You can't beat it. It's where it all started. But I mean, for 
I mean, you know, the way that fashion is going, everybody's looking for that slimmer cut jean, but they still want that cowboy look. You know, so I, I deal with a lot of artists that come in, but anybody and everybody. I mean, that's just the way that, you know, fashion's going. So I want to be able to put everybody in a boot. And we can do it any type of way, too. Any type of leather, any colors that you want. I can put your damn name on the side of it if you want. Yeah, you've, uh, you've been working on that branding, right? Yeah, the the, the yeah. brand you can actually see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, again, for for those who can't see, which again is is everybody. Uh, Dustin has uh, has this awesome tattoo of the brand that he's been putting on his own custom design. It looks it's awesome. It's simple. It's elegant. It's uh, lets everyone know that this is this is his signature line. And speaking of signature lines, Dustin's worked with. Um, I mean, he's worked with countless celebrities, artists, um, people in. Uh, uh, NFL players, uh, all of that. Um, give us just a rundown of some of the artists or some of the celebrities that you've worked with uh, recently. Um, recently, one I've been dealing with a lot lately because we're actually working on a some things. Some things. I will say just some things. We're working on. That's all y'all get. With, um, with uh, with Yellow Wolf, and which awesome. was which was really really cool because I started working with Wolf a long time ago just from him coming in and out of the store he's always been a big boot guy and then whenever he opened up his shop in nashville he brought me over just to check it out then we got to talking next thing i know we're neck deep and and all this so i deal with wolf a good bit and then um uh i mean you name it man we we work with them i mean we work with all the u.s presidents every time a u.s president is um you know inaugurated they get a pair of blue casey's uh work with arnold schwarzenegger um Got some stuff with Kaleo coming up pretty soon. So awesome. I'm excited about that. Yeah, that's that's incredible. Um, I recall you telling me that you did you did uh, Chris Stapleton and his either his whole band and his manager. Yeah, man, Stapleton is probably one of the most stand up guys you'll ever meet in your life. Awesome like, to hear. Ni nice as hell, man. I mean, of course, whenever he had the Big Traveler album come out and it blew up, you know, everybody was like, "Oh, who's this Chris Stapleton guy?" And they didn't know he's been around forever. You know, literally right, for, right, forever. He's been all those damn hits that you've been hearing on the radio for years. He's been around forever. Johnson Brothers. Listen to him uh, last night at the gym. The song came on when Bert and Phil were on the heavy bag. And I was like, this is Chris Stapleton's rock band. Yeah, man, it was killer. Yeah. But yeah, he, he brought his entire band in, entire crew, like down to photographers, bought all of them boots just to say thank you, you know, for all their hard work. And they still, to this day, all wear them on stage and you know, kind of working on some stuff with him as well. So looking That's forward dope. to all that. And how did they thank you for the awesome service you provided them? Uh, they, you know, gave gave me and the lady, you know, backstage and got to come hang out with them and stuff and come see the show. And that's me being, me playing music as well. I I love being able to work with these artists that I, I literally look up to. Like I've been listening to Wolf and Stapleton ever since I was in freaking high school and junior high. So now that I'm getting to work with these guys, like it's it's truly like it's it's truly an honor. Like, it's I really awesome, man. I when when you're it. an actual fan of someone and you let them know, like, yo, I really I really like your music, and they're like, for real, you listen to my shit. Um, it just resonates really well with them, and you can see how how humbled they are by it. And then you know that just builds the relationship even stronger. Yeah. Um, and try not to be just like a like a. A weird ass about it and i'll just be like oh i've been listening to you ever since i was little you like know, me like, like how i would be <laughs> let me touch your face yeah man but i i just like just let them know like hey man i appreciate your shit love to help you out in any way that i can and that's that's literally all i like to do is just put some shoes on their feet so they can just keep doing what they're doing hell yeah so dustin uh dustin 
has been the go-to guy for our group of friends when uh, when someone gets married. <laughs> Usually, uh, you know, in the weddings, these southern weddings, we we rock the dress boots. So um, I'm I'm a proud owner of some uh, black zip-up. Those are yeah. the those are those goat or are those calf? I can't remember. Those those are, are a oiled calf skin, so they're like a thick cut of calf, but they're they're great boot. I love them. Get them shined up nice, and then the the prize possessions, of course, are the are the uh, black cherry ostrich leg skins. Yeah, man, those those by far like that black cherry color is like the Luke Casey like specialty color that like they've come up with theirself and nobody else can really replicate it as well they as as good as Luke Casey does it and those black cherry ostrich legs that you have I I swear I fucking envy you for having those so I I go in I go in last uh early last fall to get some black zip up boots for a wedding that we were going to be in and so this is my first time getting fitted out by Dustin and uh and he comes out with like seven different pairs of boots. So we can find the style, find the fit, and all that. And and they all fit, they all fit, uh, you know, relatively well. But then this son of a bitch says, "I brought I brought something else out too because I know you've had your eye on these." And of course, I slide them on, and it makes that thunk sound. It just fit perfect, fit like a glove. Man, I love those. I mean, you know, how many? So how many? How many ostriches had to die for me to look fly? Uh, well, I know I don't know. Ex- you know, I guess you can do the math but i think for that one pair it takes about 21 ostrich legs separate ostrich legs not like 21 sets like not like <laughs> 21 a whole flock of ostriches <laughs> yeah. so i think it's like 20 21 legs i think it takes but obviously we don't kill these damn birds just to make boots i mean it's not like they're worth a damn anyway. We I mean, find they can't them even, They can't even fucking fly, so yeah, might as well do Wait, something with them. Ironic. You know, I always say, how many ostriches must die for me to look fly? And the answer's obvious. It doesn't matter because <laughs> they can't fly. Uh, so I'm going to be fly when I wear them. So, uh, yeah, you know, maybe this weekend, if you, if, you, uh, if you catch me out in Nashville, I may, I may be rocking them. Uh, let me know what you think. You need, you need to rock them a little bit more. I rock them. Uh, I have like a couple pairs of socks that go up just high enough. Uh, to where it uh, to where it, it protects my protects almost my knee. Man, that so reminds big. me, man. I forgot I was supposed to bring you a gift. I had you a pair of socks actually. That damn, yeah. They're like they got like little acoustic guitars on them. And oh shit. hell yeah, that's but what's I'll, up. I'll be getting those to you, man. I f- nice. I forgot to bring those. Uh, size size ten and a half yeah. socks. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I I I, I uh. You know, typically when I fly places, I try to fly very comfortable to and deal with deal with shoes or boots or whatever that I can just slide off and on. I don't want anything laced up. So of course I'm I'm flying to uh, Phil and I went to New York uh, about a month ago and I rocked him there. And every time I wear them in Nashville, I get at least one compliment when I go out. You can you can tell a difference too, man. I mean, especially like people that already wear Lucases. They can tell if you're wearing a damn pair. Oh, of absolutely! Cases. It's just a whole nother. It's just a whole nother level. I mean, seriously, like if you're not wearing a fucking pair, like if you don't even at least have one pair of good cowboy boots, like one. Are, one are, do you even live in the South? Yeah, one. Do you even live in the South? Two. It's like your closet must be piss poor. Yeah, piss poor. that's some broke boy shit. <laughs> get get you some Lucases. They also make awesome uh, women's pair too. Women's boots. We do. We do some like we do. Sh- Shoes, loafers. I can. I'm like getting into the custom loafers and shit now too. Handbags, so. belts, wallets, everything. 
all the good stuff. Yeah, it, it was dope. I, I finally, on the last day in New York when I was wearing them, someone finally complimented them. But for the most part, people, as I was walking, they would look down, the eyebrows would raise, and I'm like, I'll take that. It's New York. People aren't going to stop. But I felt that up there I had to bring a piece of Nashville Yeah, man. to, to the Big well, Apple. And, and I, re- I remember whenever we joined K, like, you know, they were told, like, hey, you got to get you a pair of cowboy boots. Need them. And Garrett, my 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 real brother from episode one from episode one gary yeah. and harry um he told us he was our pledge educator and he told us he said whenever you get you a pair of cowboy boots it makes you about three inches taller and your dick about six inches longer so you know we were all That's like the truth. i want some cowboy boots of course now back in college when we wore we wore boots it wasn't anything close to luke casey's oh, we i mean man. they were straight up shit kickers no, to wear but that's where it all started though man I, that's Did. where i started in the boot game man started out at, at uh at where where was it again french's french's boots french's shoes and boots oh. over on south church street yeah I think that's what it was in murfreesboro and that there's a guy named Rick Barlow there. He'd been working there for like 30 damn years. And the guy like took me under his wing and started teaching me about different letters and boots. And man, I just started slinging those things left and right to freaking Greek Row. And then I fell in love with it, man. I never thought in a million years it's what I'd be doing with my ass, but that's what I'm doing. It's dope. It's it's so cool. Uh, I remember the first day I, I went in there uh, into Lucchese. It was kind of dead, so I was like, "All right, Dustin, give me give me your pitch. Tell me everything." And I was just amazed with the knowledge that he had with every sort of every sort of skin, how they make them. Like I think the coolest thing you said was with the the American alligator. Is that it, right? It's so it's those are way expensive because it's the most aggressive alligator. Uh, of course, the American one's the most aggressive. And so to find different pieces to make the boots to find them without scars and nicks and everything is really difficult so they got it so uh, it's it's really cool it's you know yeah you got you got the gucci you got you got the fendi you got uh uh gavinci and those crazy balenciagas with the socks yeah fuck all that you need some lucchese boots y'all we've been around doing it the longest man yes phil what's up we have a couple questions here someone wants to know what ultra crocodile is ultra oh they're it's like a it probably mean like an ultra belly caiman crocodile. Ultra belly is just a it's a certain type of caiman. It's just a certain type of cut off of the caiman. And caiman crocodiles they only get four four and a half feet long. Um, Bitch made. So, <laughs> so um, it's just it's just a certain cut off of a caiman. The the tiles are slightly bigger, but it's it's a belly cut. It's the under underbelly. So sounds intimidating. And then we also have a comment uh, from Josh McKee Music saying oh, Dustin wears women's boots. <laughs> Rebuttal. Whatever, dude. I got small damn feet, Josh, <laughs> you ass. Like the style. I mean, he's already bought everything in the men's department. Where do you go from there? You got to stay balling. You got to keep buying shit. Might as well move over to the women's. Fucking leave it to Josh McKee. Good Lord. So I've... I've uh, I've I've seen I've seen the boots you wear. I've seen the ones that all of all of our boys wear and the ones in the store. Like I mean, it doesn't just stop at 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 alligator, crocodile, calf, and all that. I mean, you got you got some basic stuff, just like leather, you know, cow, goat. Um, but then you got some crazy shit. You got different reptiles. You got shark skin, stingray skin. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what what's uh, hippo, elephant? Again, yep. they're not going around poaching shit. This is like no. you know they, elephants they all die that naturally and or they are put down for a specific reason or there's a hunting season for them. Like, trust me, all this shit's done legally. Peter would have shut our asses down a long ass time ago. Long so. time ago. Tell, um, tell us. So Dustin got flown out to the, uh, the, the, the factory in El Paso 
and uh, tell us about what they do with those. What, what was it? Python, the the Python snakes oh, the, that yeah, they had the giant in there. Pythons, yeah, they got like forty foot fucking pythons in there. Believe it or not, like hanging from true, the ceiling. They're, they're massive, yeah, and, massive and pythons. So how how does one go about catching? Uh, a python of that size stick, stick a whole damn hog out there man stick a whole hog out there and wait for that thing to come up and as it's trying to swallow that whole hog you go up with a machete and just chop that fucker's head off so does one person do it because i imagine like little little native children in in that area just go out with like clubs and just start beating it to death and everything and then you like pitch them a nickel or something to be like thanks kid yeah man they just go and they just they put that fucker in a chokehold and just just choke him out until he just falls asleep and then they skin him yeah I yeah. hope that Luke Casey's not listening to this, and they're just like, "This is not how we do things." <laughs> I swear to God, this is not it. It's not how we do shit, obviously. But yeah, they put yeah. a bullet right between that fucker's yeah. eyes. That's how they do it. It's pretty. It's pretty crazy, though, man. You'll go. You go into Luke Casey, like the production facility in El Paso, and there is a um, there's a there's a leather room, and it's gated off, and only certain people have clearance to go past that gate because there's you know millions of dollars worth of leathers back there. Trust me, there's plenty of damn security around there too. Don't think you can just go rob fucking Luke Casey. Your ass ain't getting in this, there. It's me. Texas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's Texas too. So your ass ain't getting out of there. They don't have nothing. to have a reason to shoot you. They can just do it because they like you. But it's just, it's just crazy the amount of leathers they have in there, man. Yeah, like, like you said, like you know, the pythons that are just hanging from the ceiling and the massive giant tile gators that are like 20, 22 feet long. It's fucking I mean, ridiculous. It's, it's insane, man. So if you're just joining us right now, I'm here with the boot plug, Debo. Hit him up at Lucchese Boots for some badass fucking footwear. These, these shits are works of art. Like, sometimes, I, I didn't even wear the ostrich leg skins for the first four months because I just admired them sitting on my, sh on my dresser for so long, just glistening of, like, you know, like, cheerwine cola. Just, uh, I mean, it was, it was a, beautiful. That's a really, really good comparison. I mean, they're, they're beautiful, beautiful stuff. Cheerwine. Um, so yeah, holler at Debo for all your, uh, for all your boot plug needs. I got a question. Out of all the crazy skins, what would you say the most exotic or crazy skin that you've that you've either worked with or you've seen someone come in with? Um, probably ant eater. Ant eater. Which, if you collect boots and shit, like people are like, oh yeah, you hear about ant eater all the time, but it's been illegal for years now. And you can come across a pair that's 30, 40 years old, and people still want three, five grand for them. It's ridiculous. You know, so anteater is pretty crazy. It's kind of gross looking, too. It, it almost it looks is. like a net. I don't want to, like, it's one of those things, y'all, if uh, after after this pod, go Google, like, anteater boots. Like, you look at it, and you want you don't want to turn away, but it just looks so weird. It just yeah. makes you feel uncomfortable. Kind of like yeah. kind of like like, uh, like a wasp nest or something. You're, like, you're trying to look in it. You're like, yeah, well, that's you weird. Yeah, into a wasp nest. Yeah, like, it's got, it's. All the little diamond circle. It's, it's weird. It, it it looks weird, but it's uh, but they're dope. Speaking of ant eaters, have you ever heard of armadillo boots? <laughs> no, but if I if I had it my way, I would I would have my ass a pair because I fucking hate armadillos. You know, I may have I may have a source for armadillos. If y'all saw my Instagram story earlier this week, you'll you'll let me set let me set the scene for you. I get home really late from the gym. I'm walking up the front porch and and uh, I hear something rustling around in the bushes. And I figured, you know, if it was a skunk, I would have smelled it. If it was a possum, it would have it would have been gone. Those things are, are pretty quick when when people come come along. And if it, same thing, if it was a cat, it would have it would have bolted. Um, and so I'm like, what the fuck is that? So I bust out the light on my phone and I'm looking down, and it is the 
fattest fucking armadillo I've ever seen. I've never been that close to one before. Um, and it's just like, it, it, it did not, it was not phased by me at all. Like, it was just digging around, burrowing, looking for grubs and shit. Oh, I remember you, I remember you posted this. I forgot, forgot about this. You said, hey, hey, what kind of dog is this? Yeah. <laughs> Someone lose a dog? I mean, it was, it, it looked, you know, it looked like a football. They're uh, gross, man. They are. Uh, I named it Tank. Uh, for for obvious reasons, yeah. um, if you don't know, armadillos have a covered tank uh, shell that they use for defense purposes. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I went inside and uh, and I got a bigger flashlight and I followed it around and you know I I, I at it, it didn't move at all and uh, you know it, it just didn't care. Um, so I know Dustin has a story to tell you about armadillos. It's it's definitely more entertaining, uh, and kind of uh, alarming than than mine. But I figured we take this segment here to kind of touch on uh, on armadillos. Maybe share with you guys some facts that you may not know about these little gross fuckers that have migrated their way into the southern United States and are tearing up our yard and fucking up the bottoms of our vehicles. This might um, be the very first podcast ever that has a segment to do with fucking armadillos. Yeah, can we look that up, Phil? Uh, <laughs> do a quick search. Um, first thing, armadillos. Spanish, direct translation, armadillo. Spanish for little armored one or little armored thing. Really? They they called it what it what it is. It's Why a, we damn. It's a little, My fiance might have known that. I don't know. Yeah, I wish Ashley was tuning in and not not on a on a damn cruise ship right now. Rough damn life, I guess. Yeah. Um, little armored one. Little armored one, nicknamed the Texas Speed Bump for obvious reasons. <laughs> um, interesting thing the the cause of deaths uh, for armadillos. The number one is not necessarily getting hit by a car because some of them will will dodge it. And chill under, but what it will do is it will jump up because these these little fuckers can jump like three to five feet in the air. They got hops. Some of them, yes, yeah, a, a specific breed does. Their legs are like they're short, but they, short they can well. also they can move pretty quickly too when they scurry. But they they jump up, um, they jump up, and that's how they that's how they fuck up the bottom of your car. That's how they you know get banged on the head. Yeah, uh, Texas speed bump. They actually range in size from the smallest one, which is, uh, I'm not going to go into the, the actual Latin uh, name and classification, but they call it the, the pink fairy. It's, it gets to only 5 inches and 85 grams. 85 grams, for those who are not dr- avid drug users like myself, uh, 85 <laughs> grams is just under a pound. So like, it can literally fit in your hand, and it's this little ugly Pink motherfucker. Useless piece of shit. Useless. Animal. Um, but they can grow up to five feet long and 130 plus pounds. Not not in Tennessee. They I better ain't not. never see no damn armadillo that big in nah, Tennessee. If we find one, how many boots can, can that fucker make? I don't know, but we're going to find out. Yeah. Um, I looked up how to trap armadillos. I'll get into that, too. Uh, just full-on damn Steve Irwin on I, some armadillos you know, now. I don't, want, I don't want my dog getting them. I don't want them to tear up my fucking yard. Because uh, I've had people that reached out to me, yeah, crazy thing, out of all the shit I post, I probably got like 20 messages from people that, w- that regarding the armadillo story. And, uh, and now, granted, like four or five of them were like, dude, that's not a dog, that's an armadillo. I was like, oh <laughs> shit, oh, I didn't oh, fucking thank know. You. God, thank you so that. much. Like, that's, that, oh God, what would I have done without you? What, what are they, after all your research on these things, were you able to find out like, what, what the hell is their purpose anyway? What do they eat? What? I got that. Actually, um, their their diet consists mostly of grubs and insects, though they have been known to eat small reptiles and amphibians like frogs. Um, 
salamanders, lizards, that kind of thing. Uh, but they're nearly they're nearly blind and deaf. Obviously nocturnal. They spend about 18 hours a day sleeping, but they're nearly blind and deaf, so they have a great sense of smell. And similar to a cat's whiskers, they actually have this long, straggly fur under their feet that helps yes, them detect yes. shit. That shit is disgusting. That'd be some good. Uh, that'd be some good. Uh, boot liner on the inside. Is it is it furry? Is it is it like a broom handle or is it like soft and furry? I don't know. Um, so so yeah, it's uh, th- uh listen to this crazy shit. So we know that they burrow under the ground about one to three feet because it's nice and cool. They have um, they have a lower body temperature than most mammals, ranging about like 91 to 95 degrees. So they like to stay cool by staying under the ground. But these little fuckers can hold their breath for nearly six minutes, either oh, underground or in water. And because of their weight, they drop down to the body of any water and can walk across and hold their breath. What the fuck? Is that not crazy? On top of that, these little fuckers are also they because they can hold their breath, they can inflate their lungs and their shell, whatever the fuck, to like a big like a, a buoy, and they can float across smaller bodies of water. You're literally making me hate this animal more and more the more we talk about it. It's just one, it's it's useless, it's creepy as hell, and now I can't even go swimming in a damn lake anymore because I might step on a damn armadillo. You might, you just might. Fuck snapping turtles. It's the diller you gotta oh, you gotta God, watch out dude, that for. That gives me the heebie jeebies just thinking about it. Crazy. Um it's uh <laughs> if you're just joining us right now on the Answers Obvious podcast, why? <laughs> I'm kidding. It's cause it's it's because we're having a good time here. We're talking about we're talking about uh, talking about the armadillo that I found in uh, in in the in the flower bed the other night. Um, we're just going over, running down some armadillo facts. Uh, they can live up to about twelve to fifteen years in captivity, but about half of that in the wild. Um, and the the only breed, or I'm sorry, species in the U.S. is the nine banded armadillo. However, only the three banded armadillo can roll itself into the ball. Uh, that that we normally associate, you know, rolling well, not, it up. That's not like a a all arm. Not all of thing. them can do it. You gotta you gotta be three bands. Oh oh, you got three, three bands, bands like. ten bands, hundred bands. <laughs> it's all about the see bands. an armadillo. Fuck it, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, it can roll itself into a ball, and the ball is so tight that you can actually roll it around, and even a dog can't like tear open its shell. So uh, yeah, but only only that little one can. They got the little armor on their head to like close it off. Um, this this is the one that I found the most interesting. Um, the nine-banded armadillo, the only species in the U.S., when it gives birth, it gives birth to four babies every time, all identical quadruplets and all of the same sex. So every time they give birth, it is... I did exactly it, it's same. always four, and they're all they're all the same all sex. All armadillos. Every time, either all guys same. or all girls fucking crazy uh now some of them different species they say uh can have a litter up to like eight nine ten and it can be they can be mixed sex but for for the ones here you know and i always wonder that because when i first saw armadillos across the road because from a distance at night they look like possums with the tail uh but possums tend to get the fuck out of the way but i would always see like two three four uh crossing like highway 100 or something and i i always wonder that but now it makes sense that in you know the first six to eight months, the the mother you know travels with them before uh, before they mature sexually and go off on their own. But there's there's usually uh, Stevie, yeah. Did you get 
any fucking work done today, or did you literally just sit here and Wikipedia and Google all this shit about these fucking armadillos? I cannot believe you have this much information on armadillos. So after that night, after that <laughs> night, after I, I followed it back to its fucking burrow at the back of the fence, I got on and I looked up like how to how to trap one. But I figured you have to really know your enemy if you you're going to outsmart your enemy. You didn't have that big of an enemy. experience with one. It was just outside of your window, and then you're you're the one that went and like went after and started wanting to know about these things. I just didn't want my dog to get a hold of it, you know. And and this leads me to this: crawling your bed at night or something. Uh, yeah, right. Who knows what those things are capable of? Um, yes, I believe they do bite and they do claw only if you're fucking with it. They tend to like try to get away. I saw in the yeah. in the in the questions in the in the comments here, someone was was asking that. What's that? Um, I, I don't I don't know. They, uh, their, their natural enemies are few, but uh, coyotes, dogs, black bears, bobcats, cougars, foxes, raccoons, and the occasional uh, hawk. So, oh. so uh, animals of animals of prey. Did you say pigs? Damn, that's crazy. An armadillo. That's oh, nuts. Damn. So, out of the twenty comments or, or DMs that I got about it, um, the biggest one. Don't go near that. That thing has leprosy. Leprosy. You can't mention a conversation with armadillos without without people bringing up leprosy. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna bust the myth right here. All right. <laughs> okay. So yes, armadillos and humans are the only species that can carry and contract leprosy. However, the chance that it spreads to a human is very 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 small. So maybe if you're like the turtle man. Live action, or Steve Irwin, or someone who's handling wild armadillos very frequently, there's a greater chance. Um, however, if you go up to one and, and bop it on the bum so you can watch it, like, jump up, uh, you probably won't get it. Wash your hands, though. Also, y'all, uh, for one, uh, Jesus cured uh, leprosy. This was, like, over 2,000 years ago, y'all, for, for, for real. Uh, and, and also, uh, the medical community has remedies for leprosy. It is curable. So... Here's how you can catch uh, leprosy from an armadillo. I'm, I'm anxious to hear this. Because okay. Because I might have leprosy. And these are the two that I read. So the first, most of the cases were, you know, people that uh, during the Great Depression, um, I can't remember the name. They, they called them Hoover hogs. Uh, when President Hoover, maybe it wasn't the Depression. I don't know my history. I'm not a, I'm not a his, historian, uh, scientist, wh whatever they are. We know. Uh, right. <laughs> um but apparently, during that time, a lot of people were eating armadillo meat. They call them Hoover hogs. Ugh. Yeah, uh, I think that may have been during like the meat you regulations. You ain't never been hungry. Yeah, for until real. Until your asses ate an armadillo. Uh, let us know if you've ever if you've ever had a Hoover hog. If you've ever I'm eaten sure an armadillo that there's before. I'm sure somebody, probably that Josh McKee fucker earlier. He's probably ate armadillo meat. Yeah, McKee, let us know. Let us know if you have. <laughs> if you if you don't, we're just gonna assume that you have and you enjoy it and you have leprosy. So. If you have if you have eaten undercooked armadillo meat, there's a great chance. Uh, so y'all, no jerky, don't eat that shit raw. No no diller sushi, like cook cook that shit. Phil just got a smoker, uh, really nice smoker. We've done wings, we've done pork, we've done brisket, mac and cheese. Yet to do. Let's armadillo. do some armadillo. Let's do it. Phil, you down? Armadillo. Yeah. yeah. All do right. You like they do like turtle shell soup. You could do like armadillo shell soup. We'll skin it. Make some boots. We'll use the whole thing. We're resourceful. That's right. That's <laughs> oh, goodness, goodness. Uh, and of course, there is another way to 
uh, contract leprosy from an armadillo. And I'm reading this from the site where I got all these armadillo facts. Um, it starts with a uh, Florida man. And I think any headline that starts with Florida man, you just know it's going to be, you know, where this is, you know, I think like Florida man, uh, stole his date's car to go on a, another date or a uh, Florida man through an alligator through the drive through window of a Wendy's, um, <laughs> Florida man had sex with the family pet armadillo and go. contracted leprosy. Y'all there you go. Don't hit that shit raw. <laughs> Wrap it up. They had that motherfucker as a family pet too. Yeah, hey, Florida man, Florida. No, no, t- no telling what other pets they have or what else they're. Uh, Why do we vacation fucking. there? I I know right. Uh, I can't imagine armadillos, you know, trolling along the beach. But there's that's the only part of Florida I go to. I don't go to inland because that's where all the that's where all the crazies live. Gotcha. Um, Noted. So yeah, so. Uh, that's my little armadillo story. I learned how to trap them, so um, I'm, I'm ordering some armadillo traps because I'm finding that fucker. Because, uh, again, I, it, they, they, people who have had damage done to their yards, they'll say that it looks like a, like a, a truck, pickup truck, has just like done donuts yeah, in their man, yards. They'll, they'll fuck around. Not having them fuck with that shit. Not having my dog fuck with it, get leprosy, contract it to me, you know, uh, all of that. Can't but, even know that. But, th- but my armadillo experience is nothing in compared to the story that you told me a couple years ago. Please set the scene. So you and a friend in West Tennessee, y'all went out when y'all were teenagers. Y'all were y'all were, said, hey, we're going to spend, we're going to do like a, a survival thing. We're going to go roughing it. We're going to go chill out, chill out in the woods, build, yeah. build a shelter. So, so just setting the scene for y'all, and I'll let you take it from there, bro. Yeah, I had a buddy in high school. His parents owned a lot of land. And we used to go back there and just like hunt, ride four wheelers and stuff. And then we decided one night we can't. Well, we actually saw this. We actually saw this tree that had been kind of it had fallen over, but it, it was uprooted. And we were like, man, let's let's like let's come out here. And we we used to camp out there a lot with like tents and stuff. We were like, let's come out here. Let's build a lean to, and like let's really really rough it like tonight. Let's do it. So we built a lean to um, off of the back of like the roots that were rooted up. Yeah. Um, so we built a lean-to and everything. We got everything set up. You know, we had our sleeping bags and everything laid out. And it was just just gotten dark, and we had already started our fire, and we were starting to... Um, we were actually going to cook. He had, like, some deer meat and stuff that we brought back there that we were going to cook. And we brought, um, we brought like, a twenty-two pistol, or a twenty-two rifle with us. Excuse me. Keep that thing on you. And um, we're sitting there, like, began to cook. You know, we're just chilling, hanging out. And then we hear something like in like down in where the roots of the tree were, you know, like you said, they like to burrow themselves down like in the dirt and everything. We're like, what the hell is that? So we shine a flashlight in there and lo and behold, it was an armadillo. And it was it was just chilling. It really wasn't doing anything. But if we would have went to bed, it would have been right there by our heads. So my friend Jake, like I'm sitting in the lane too. probably another way you can catch leprosy. Sharing a pillow with an with a diller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good chance of it. That's why we didn't want to chance it. So you're so you're in the lean to. I'm in the lean to, and of course I'm I'm bent over the lean tos. You know they're very low to the ground. If you don't know what a lean to is, fucking Google it. Um, so I'm holding the flashlight, and Jake takes the rifle, and he's standing outside the lean to. He's like, all right, just keep it on the keep it on it. I'm gonna shoot it. Well, he shoots this damn thing, and it goes fucking ballistic. It goes crazy. <laughs> Jake runs away. And I'm still sitting here under this lean-to. And I think I had, like, a Coke in my hand or something as well. So this, this motherfucker runs out at me. 
and it runs straight. And I don't have my, my I don't have my shoes on, no socks on, nothing. Where where did he shoot it? Do you know where he, where the the bullet landed? He sh- he shot it like like uh, almost like in its in its neck, kind of. Do armadillos have necks? Like <laughs> what I would call its neck. Yeah. And the thing runs out, and it runs straight towards my fucking feet, and it starts rolling around like in our sleeping bags. I accidentally step on the fucking thing and blood like squirts up and blood is like, I get fucking armadillo blood all over my legs and shit. And I'm like freaking out. I'm like, Jack, Jack. And my head's hitting the lean to and the lean to like the, the sticks and everything are falling off of it. The whole thing was just completely destroyed. And I was, he was like, he was like, Oh my God. So like, like I get finally get out of there. The armadillo like rolls down the hill (laughs) away from us. And he was like, Oh my God, dude, that was the funniest fucking thing I ever seen. And of course I'm fucking shoeless, shoeless covered in armadillo blood. And I'm just like, fuck this. I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. We're going like, I'm going back to the house. I'm not, I'm not staying here tonight. He's like, no, dude, we can still do it. But we really couldn't because there was armadillo blood all over everything. Leprosy. Yeah. That's what kind of scared me. Whenever you started mentioning that shit, I was like, shit, I may have leprosy. I don't know. I don't know what the, Side effects of it are, no, but anyway, they, they say that especially in men, uh, the symptoms do not show, so you have to test yourself regularly. Well, I've well never I mean that for for once. STDs, not for not for leprosy. Oh, but oh, but, uh, oh, but continue. Okay, anyway, that's a different story for another time. Yes, um, but yeah, the next so we end up not staying there that night, and we <laughs> go back the next morning to find it. And of course, it's dead. And then we actually walk back. Uh, Back there super early the next morning, went and picked up the damn thing and brought it back to the house. And his dad was like, well, where's where's all y'all stuff? They didn't even know that we'd come back to the house that night. And we were like, well, we actually came back, you know, slept here last night because of this damn thing. And <laughs> held it up and his dad was like, holy shit. Actually, I don't think he said shit. He was a pastor. But he was like, what the hell are y'all doing? I don't think he said that either. <laughs> but, um, but, um, holy moly. But yeah, there you go. That's why, that's why I absolutely hate armadillos because my bare feet have what touched. did it feel like well because it was like flipped upside down and those oh. little hairs that you were talking about i felt in between my damn toes bro oh it was is yeah like you everything that you were just saying about them like makes me hate them even more and every time i think about an armadillo like i get the heebie-jeebies fucking gross i can just imagine y'all going like going back that night and the then the dad will i mean if he's if he's a pastor maybe he would or not be sitting on the sitting in his chair drinking a beer being like oh why y'all back so soon couldn't rough it and then he turns and looks at you just covered in blood and mud like what the shit yeah yeah and of course they you know i i grew up hunting a little bit here and there by no means would i call myself a hunter by no means but like the kid i was out there with his name is jake reed if you're listening jake shout out to jake um his family good shot like yeah. Oh, yeah. They're like big hunters, big time hunters. So they were like, this is awesome, you know, big deal. And I'm just like, fuck this, dude. I'm never doing this shit again. No, thanks. Yeah. Fuck but, that. Good thing y'all kept that thing on you, though. I mean, yeah, I think there's a I think there's actually a picture floating around of us holding it the next day. Actually. See if you can so find it. We'll, we'll see if we'll, I can. We'll post it. it on the Answers Obvious Instagram at the Answers Obvious. Yeah. Uh, Phil, how are we on time right now on the live feed? Cool. So that's our that's our armadillo segment there. Uh, for those just joining, you join at a really awkward time. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I'm here with my boy Debo, the boot plug at Lucchese. 
uh, and, and we're sharing our armadillo stories. Uh, if y'all recently saw my Instagram story with the with the armadillo that I saw, uh, so we just debunked a bunch of uh, myths and rattled off some facts and shared our armadillo stories. We talked entirely way too long about fucking armadillos. Yeah, I mean, I mean, not you know, fuck them. But anyway. Yeah. Send us your best armadillo videos. I know they're I know they're out or there, y'all. Just send them to Steve. I could care less if I ever see a fucking armadillo again in my life. I have a feeling I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna see it again, and I'm gonna catch it. <laughs> please, please do it. I'm gonna catch it. it. Tune in if you, if y'all see your boy go live on Instagram, like at like 11:30 at night or something. Yo, tune in. You're not gonna want to miss that. Like we <laughs> like it's it's happening. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pull the trigger unless it actually happens uh, figuratively. Uh, I'm not going to shoot. I want to catch it alive first. Um, Next segment here. We want to talk about, you know, we got a few minutes left. So this is just our chance to just kind of get off our chest, our frustrations with Nashville changing. Um, One of the things that I can't fucking stand are people that wait an hour and a half, two hours in line in brunch. You work in the Gulch. I know you see this very often. Mm. Um, You got what? uh, Biscuit Love. You got pancake pantry. Um, I don't. I don't do brunch a lot, but I don't see what the big deal is. Do you have any idea? Like you know, and all these places that people are going to, I don't really know how good they are. In the comments, let us know your favorite brunch spots. Let us know the longest time you've waited. But uh, so we can stay away from those places for real. Now I recall uh, maybe it was maybe it was a year ago. Your your parents were in town, and um, the, the three of us and, and Ashley we went to we went to uh, a place in the Gulch. I'm not going to say it because I don't want to give them any promo. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. we waited a hot minute. Well, you go anywhere in the Gulch, man. That's just how it is. And it's just because of all the places there are now, all the murals and stuff, which don't get me wrong, I think it is cool that Nashville has that art everywhere. It is pretty cool. It is dope. But it's a hot spot. The Gulch area is a hot spot for people to go and take fucking pictures. And that's, I feel like whenever it comes to brunch, that's what it's about, man. Like these restaurants that are being put out now, they may have some good food, yeah, but they're... They're it's in, all for the gram. It's all for the gram, man. They're Instagram restaurants. That's all it is. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Instagram restaurants. People just want to say, oh, I was here. I went to Nashville. I went to this place that you hear about all the time in Nashville. It's like, was the food really that damn good, though? Was it? Did you even it, eat, or did you just yo, have, like, bottomless mimosas, which you could have made back at your damn Airbnb? Yeah, for real. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a be completely real here. I fucking hate biscuit love i don't care if i get any flack for it so biscuit love used to be a food truck i remember i remember eating at that a while back and i remember being like yo uh how how did you fuck up biscuits like i'm sorry (laughs) hardy's hardy's makes them shits from scratch and they're pretty damn good for biscuit uh loveless cafe awesome but biscuit love i'm not trying to i'm not trying to fucking wait in line and get a subpar overly priced brunch um how do you fuck up biscuit it's in your name yeah, like, that's it's, your that's it's, your thing. Like, but that's the thing though, they stop caring, bro. Because they stop there is a, there is a line wrapped around the building. It's crazy, man. Uh, I've noticed this. So so uh, Phil and, and my dad has been in the in the um, in the be- food and beverage industry for for going on four decades, um, and and you know we've been we've been lucky enough to uh, you know become friends with some restaurateurs and chefs and, and owners and and here. Uh, firsthand some of the some of the struggles some of the cool things that go on but the big thing going on in the restaurant industry especially in Nashville is piss poor service like I I get it nobody grows up and says I want to I want to wait tables 
You know, they don't want to do that. It's an in-between job, but it's something that if you hustle and you do it right, you, you can make damn good money. You can make good money. And I know some people that I, that I've worked with that are in their fifties and going on sixties that have been servers for a long ass time, and uh, and they make fucking bank and cash money, all cash. I ain't claiming that shit. Well, maybe some of it, um, but for the most part, like that's. That's what it is. So, I, so going back to what we were talking about when we went to brunch with Ashley and your parents that day. I'm not gonna say the place. It's a it's a uh, cantina place that's still open in the Gulch. Uh, <laughs> it, uh, it 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 may uh, uh, it may have a a tequila reference in the name, but we went there. We waited like 45 minutes to sit down. Um, everyone ordered drinks, two appetizers. And then we noticed that the three tables around us all got their food like before us. And we sat down before they did. And, and yeah, and, like long before, 20 minutes. And, and then they, uh, the server came over and we were like, yo. She's like, hey, what's up? What can I help you with? We're like, I'll tell you what you can help me with. There ain't no fucking food in front of me. Like, she was like, oh, hmm, let me go back in the kitchen and check it. And let me check on that for you. Like, she could, like, she can wasn't monitoring anything. Drink? No, yeah. bitch, we are drunk. Yeah, we're drunk now. <laughs> you like, got this us is, drunk. We are hungry now. It's ridiculous. Uh, now, I can't, but I can't also, I can't talk too much shit just because I don't really know how that business works that well because I've never worked in it before. But I, I do know about customer you, service. You think I that guess, she would have like, she would have noticed like, hey, table eleven doesn't have the food yet. Yeah, uh, let's uh, let's do something about it. And so she went back. She goes, yeah. So the kitchen lot lost your ticket, but they're making it right now. Well, now it's like going on three o'clock, and it's like, well, uh, you know, we've been here for an hour and a half we're now. Past brunch. Yeah, it's yeah, it's this it's is, almost dinner time now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, you know, it, it's just one of those things where um, my theory is a lot of these a lot of these restaurants have really. Uh, prided themselves on getting a famous chef or a high-profile chef or something. So the, the back of the house and the kitchen, everything's good. Everything's great. Um, but then uh, the front of the house, they just they don't manage it right. They just don't give a yeah. fuck. And that's what sucks is the fact that like, they're, like there are really, really good restaurants here in Nashville that I would love to go to. But if that line is out the damn door just because people want to get their fucking picture taken while they're there, I'm not going to go there. So I'm not going to spend my money there. And I'm not going to wait at a place... For, for three damn hours just to get my food whenever I could go to this badass dive down the road. Damn yeah, straight. It may not be Instagram worthy, but at least my ass is going to be full. Shout out to Big Al's in Germantown. Yeah. Fuck, I shouldn't have said that because now everybody's going to go to Big Al's and fuck it up. Uh, nah, Big Al's. Search Big Al's on Yelp. Look how look how many five-star reviews. He's got five stars. Look how many reviews he's got. That's some of the best food I've had in Nashville, and I swear to God, if y'all start crowding my fucking spot, I, you're going to get these hands. <laughs> and I'm going to leave an armadillo in your car or some shit. Um, it, it, it's crazy, man. Now, uh, cool thing cool thing that I've heard is that a lot of restaurants now, they're starting to do this uh, this kind of like equity share where where everyone gets paid the same. The chef gets paid the same. The server gets paid the same. And you you don't tip. It's all included in there. So So based on repeat customers, you have to provide a great experience from the back of the house to the front of the house. And, you know, now people are going to, you know, be loyal and continue to come back instead of being like, oh, well, the food sucked or the service sucked or both of it sucked. And, and so uh, I think that that's a cool thing. Um, 
uh, my boy Will, who's uh, who's a chef over at El Molino, said, "BS. She ain't put that shit in in the first place. She didn't put the order in." There you go. Yeah, there you go. She didn't care. There she didn't care. Go. She was just waiting to get get off so she can. Uh, so she can go brunch. Yes, yeah, so she her can go friends. brunch. <laughs> also, are you talking about with the murals that I believe in Nashville mural? I'll be the first one to say this. Someone please deface that shit again, so when they fix it, they can fix it with the fucking tri stars pointing the pointing the correct way. Are they not? I every even time noticed. it's been defaced two or three times, and every time they go back, they don't fix it. Yo. Apparently they don't fucking believe in Nashville. They don't believe in doing it right. It's fucked up. Jesus. It's fucked up. Yeah, I hate that shit. You know what? If if it's defaced, I hope. I'm looking right into this fucking camera right now. <laughs> if it's defaced, you come to me first. All right? Now, it may not be me, but I'll be the one to tell you, like, yeah, I told people to do that shit. So you can make it right. <laughs> oh my do God. it right. Cops bust through the door. I'm self-incriminating myself right now. Someone, please go deface <laughs> that mural. I'm putting a bounty on that mural. Do it. Steve takes this shit pretty seriously. This is, this is my town, my city. You're, you're lucky this is the podcast because in radio, that would be a call to action and that would be a uh, fine by the FCC and possibly punishable by law. Everybody, band together right now. <laughs> We're starting a revolution. Get out your spray paint, your bandanas. We're fucking murals up. <laughs> Incorrect murals. Dude, there's a lot of hard work putting those murals. Well... What's hard work if you don't do it right the first time? You know, fucked up. Um, how are we on time, Phil? We're going to wrap it up. Next week, we're going to talk about more shit in Nashville that pisses me the fuck off. <laughs> I, love the, I love this city. Don't get me wrong. Um, I, just feel, I just feel that it's, uh, it's been, it's, as it's grown and developed, uh, it's, it's gone more towards the transplants and towards tourists. Uh, for example, just last thing I'll touch on, parking. We used to have hella parking. It was, if it wasn't free, it was cheap. Now um, they've, they've gotten rid of the parking. It's hella expensive. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just, I don't, I don't see a fucking dime of the shit that, that happens from tourism. You know, it took, it took that kid, it took that kid getting shot at, at the Waffle House for the, for the new mayor to come visit him and say, hey, we get anything I can do for you? And that guy, that guy said, pave 440. That was already in the works. It doesn't matter. It doesn't I don't know, matter. man. It happened, happened pretty quick after he it said it. It was literally in the works. Like, I don't know, man. April 1st. I don't, I don't know, Phil. Conspiracy. It's a smooth it's, ride it, down it, in it, now, Coincidence. Though, I don't know. So we'll see. Um. Next week we'll have Rachel join us again. Uh, follow the answers obvious at uh, at the answers obvious on Instagram. We're gonna be adding more content to that. Maybe you'll see the Debo uh, armadillo picture. Also uh, myself, Steve at Stevie G Stevie G. Subscribe to the podcast on the on the iTunes podcast store. Give us a five star review. Get, write us a review. We'd love to read them sometime. We've gotten a few. Keep it going, y'all. Dustin, where can everybody find you? Uh, the gram most of the time. I don't really fuck with Facebook that much or the or the or the Twitter. Um, so just at Dust Bowen B O W E N. There you go, y'all. Come see me at the store because I pretty much damn live there. Any plans this weekend? Um, I'm watching Ashley's dog while she is Bowie. in Bowie, freaking Cozumel. Good for living her. it up. Good so, for her. You know, good for doing that dog. uh, doing good fiance duties, I guess, yeah. and and twerking my life away. There you go. Phil, what are you getting into this weekend? Don't say nothing. <laughs> uh, I think Phil said pudding. pudding. I think he's going to be eating some pudding <laughs> Got a whole this mess weekend. of pudding in there. Good, good Phil. That's what's up. Um, I will be going to... Uh, some watch some of my uh, some of my friends fight professionally in boxing matches at Club Limelight. I will be assisting in keeping the time. Uh, so Edwin, homie, if you once you knock him down and that ref looks over at me, I'm gonna start the count at seven, eight, not all of that. 
Um, anything else I was going to say? Phil, make sure to save that shit. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we'll get this live later tonight. Listen to us on the iTunes podcast store tomorrow on your way to work, on your way home from work, while you work. And we're done. Push the button, <laughs> Phil.